Welcome to Babe, You Gotta See This. I'm Kurt. And I'm Liv. <laughs> how, how are you doing tonight? We're both, you both, you know how we're both doing. We went to P.F. Chang's earlier and we ate a, a lot, lot of fried of rice and a lot of chicken and oh boy. Are we, we are tired? happy, but we are <laughs> full. Um. I've been in like a food induced daze for the last like three hours. <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm like, Ooh, I guess I'm probably gonna start to get hungry soon. Maybe I'll go eat some more of that fried rice, <laughs> which is a bad move. I should not do it. I had so much chicken earlier that like, I could not imagine eating more. My parents were like, don't you want to go out to dinner for us? And I was like, you do not understand the quantity of food that I just ate. Yeah, I mean, we we split. We ate most of the rice and two full entrees mm-hmm. and like dumplings. Not, not, not the personalized size, like the ones that you're kind of meant to like split with like two or three people. Oh, we demolished it. It was so good. Yep. Those dumplings were, oh, they hit the spot. They did. But we're back with an episode. Yeah. Uh, so what are, you, what are you talking about today? Oh, Kurt, we're, we're talking about one of your favorite things. Uh, movies about medieval history. Sure. Movies with Chris Pine. Yes. Um, movies with swords in them. Yes. Um, Bloodshed. I was going to say movies that are a little bit too graphic for Olivia's comfort zone. Bloodshed. <laughs> it's Outlaw King. Dun, dun, dun. Um, which is about the rise of Robert the Bruce after William Wallace's failed rebellion. Yeah, I got a one a one-sentence summary. Go, hit me with it. After being crowned King of Scotland, legendary warrior Robert the Bruce is forced into exile by the English and leads a band of outlaws to help him reclaim the throne. Released September 6th, 2018. Mm -hmm. And it's a uh, Netflix original. Yeah, and that really is the whole plot of the movie. I mean, yeah, that's it. It, It's a very, it's a very, it's a very straightforward part of history to summarize not necessarily so straightforward do you want some like historical background uh how about you tell me what how you found this movie first well i'm always looking for medieval things because i i like knights i i I grew up liking knights i've always liked like one of the first movies i ever saw that like i got like obsessed with was excalibur um which i was way too young to see when i watched it um, but I, I, since I saw that movie, I have been obsessed with like knights and shining armor. So I've always liked medieval stuff. And, uh, this is like, it's great. It's a very accurate medieval movie. Yeah. Um, Kurt's been trying to get me to watch this movie for forever. Cause you can see Chris Pine's naked butt. Yep. So it's got a cute butt. That's why I watched it. <laughs> Could you hear that? Yes, loud as day. 
I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Um, shall I summarize the plot? Yeah. Okay, Kurt, I'm going to give the whole plot and then you can sprinkle in after, okay? Okay. I think I can do this quickly. So the movie starts with the Scots surrendering to Edward I of England. And the Prince of Wales wants to fight Robert the Bruce. So they fight. And then this other man comes in and he's like, can I have my land back? And they're like, no, you're a traitor, idiot. And he's like, oh. And then they are like, oh, by the way, Robert, uh, you're going to marry this girl named Elizabeth. And then they go back to Scotland. And Robert, Bruce's dad, dies. And as he's dying, he's like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't have trusted the King of England. And Robert Bruce is like, damn it, I guess we have to go back to war. Um, so he's like, let's plan for war, boys. And one of his one of his boys is not down with the cause. He's like, no. And then they're like, well, we can't let him live. So they go and they kill him, but they do it in a church. That's not good in those days. Very bad. I so, mean, that's not good ever. I guess. So Robert <laughs> the Bruce is like, uh, he goes to the, the church and he's like, please forgive me. Uh, I'm sorry. And they're like, hey, we will forgive you if you promise to support the Catholic Church once you rule Scotland. And he's like, oh, for sure, for sure. And they're like, great. You can be king of Scotland now. So he does. Uh, he's also married to this Elizabeth girl now, Florence Pugh. She's there and uh, they're very awkward and very respectful to each other, but they don't really like each other yet. Um, and then he's like, well, guess what? Now we have to go to war because the King of England uh, is like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. So uh, Robert the Bruce, you're an outlaw. Um, I'm sending my son, the Prince of Wales after you. It's wartime, baby. And Robert's like, damn. <laughs> I guess I need people to fight in a war because he's got a big army and I don't have anybody. Um, so he's like, I got to go try to find some people to help me fight. And so he gets a couple of people and he's like, oh, shoot. But I also have my wife and child with me. Um, so got to keep them safe. And then there's a surprise attack. So he's like, oh, my gosh, wife and child, you need to run. You need to get out of here immediately. Um, and now he's fighting with people and it's like other scottish people he's like please join the cause and they're like no and then you think they're not gonna fight it's just gonna be awkward but then they do end up fighting the scots are fighting the scots and he's like this is not what i needed at this very moment in time meanwhile the the english troops are like hey guess what we also found your wife and child so things are not going great um so Robert the Bruce goes, you know what? Screw it. Guerrilla warfare. Uh, and they start to take back their land and burn down their own castles. Because why not? And then the Prince of Wales goes to uh, Robert Bruce's wife and he's like, hey, so we're family. So like, I'll let you go ahead and annul your marriage real quick and then we'll all be good. And she's like, no, screw you. You can't catch him idiot he's like well if you don't sign it i'm gonna put you in a cage over a cliff and she's like try me so he puts her in a cage over a cliff um then essentially a really big battle happens but you can boil it down to the scots beat the english by having ditches with pointy sticks in them and 
then the movie ends and Elizabeth gets out of the cage. So that's great. And that's the end. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I have a few clarifying points. Yeah, sure. In the beginning, when he kills the guy in the church, that's not his brother. I didn't say it was his brother. I thought you said one of his brothers wasn't down for it, so they killed him in the church. No, no, one of his friends. I wouldn't call them friends. So I, I, I'll give okay. like a brief historical overview. Because... Like lords. Okay. Yeah. They're the lords of Scotland, but they're not because they're not Scotland. Like, it doesn't make they're sense. They're still lords of Scotland, but they're, they've sworn fealty to the English king. So what, what has happened is um, right before the events of this movie um like 20 years not 20 years maybe like 10 years before the events of this movie, five minutes before the movie there starts. there's a succession crisis in scotland the scottish king has died without an heir so what happens is the lords of scotland asked the king of england edward longshanks to step in and declare a king of Scotland because Robert the there's Robert the Bruce his his family is vying for the throne there's John Commons family who's the man he murders in the church he's vying for the throne and a few others but those are the two big ones so the king of England comes in and instead of deciding who's going to be the next Scottish king goes Scotland is part of England now everyone has to swear fealty to me um which is what kicks off power move it's a power move, a terrible thing to do, but a power move. Um, and that's what kicks off um, William Wallace's rebellion. Now, the the like the castle you see at the beginning of the movie that they're sieging down, you see all the Scottish lords swearing themselves to um, the King of England. That's basically the end of Wallace's rebellion. That was the last Scottish lord who was standing with Wallace being captured. So Wallace was basically on his own. And then he ends up dying, which um, spikes like Robert the Bruce's rebellion, where he kills John Common in a church. That's bad because typically that gets you excommunicated because you're murdering somebody in the house of God. <laughs> um, so the uh, Scottish bishops say we we either need to let this man be ex excommunicated or before the Pope can excommunicate him, we need to make him king. And that's why they they ask him um, if he'll support the Scottish uh, church, the Catholic church, um, because they know that if they make him a king, the bishops of Scotland make him a king, he cannot be excommunicated. Which is he's wild. Been recognized by the church. Um, it's crazy. And that th those were the events that led up to Robert's rebellion um, where he became, the Scots became independent once again. Also, point of notice, um, the Prince of Wales is a total douche knuckle, like oh, absolute yeah. dickbag, uh, terrible person. When Edward Longshanks dies, which he does in the movie, um, the Prince of Wales rules England for 10 years until he's deposed by <laughs> his nobles. So, so they, they, they murdered him. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there's that one guy that they made a traitor at the end, at the very beginning. Yeah, he uh, loses his mind at the end. He's like, I'm going to murder every damn Englishman I see. And oh, yeah. Like, and you're like, go off. And then later, 
uh, weeks after we watched this movie, I Googled it, and that's Pietro Maximoff from Age of Ultron. Isn't that wild? Um, but I yeah, was like, he, hello? The reason he loses his mind and he's screaming his like family name like he like he goes into his castle and kills all the Englishmen the entire time he's just screaming Douglas. Um, that's because at the beginning of the movie, the king made a royal decree that the name Douglas was never to be spoken in the land of Scotland again. Which I this movie brought up a really good thing for me that I think of. Um, I have this idea this thought a lot when I watch like the tutors and stuff like that. I really admire the sheer audacity that old rulers had <laughs> yeah it's like that that rule is almost unenforceable oh yeah no it's 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 just a power move it's to it say is. i can make a decision and i'm like and you don't have a choice that's what and that as, is and as someone who revels in the art of pettiness i respect it it's dumb but i respect <laughs> the pettiness of being like your name is illegal but I guess then it's not because he dies and then, you know. Yeah, Ed- Edward Longshanks dies um, on campaign um, and his son, a terrible person, becomes king and his lords murder him, which I, I've always thought is hilarious. It, it's such a quick fall of a family line. <laughs> um, what did you like about the movie? I liked Florence Pugh. She's a very good actress. Um. I liked when we saw Chris Pine's butt. I thought it was tasteful. (laughs) Tasteful, tasteful booty. It was very Um, tasteful, sexy. It was. Um, I like that he was uh, incredibly awkward with his wife. That was pretty great, yeah. Um, And I liked that she looked confused by his Him being awkward. (laughs) Um... I liked how they had a weird dog subplot with the, with the child that really amounted to nothing. But they really played up that dog for a little bit. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, like, in the beginning, like, like, because cause the thing is, he has a, Robert the Bruce had a wife before yes. Florence Pugh. And, and she died child, in childbirth. And she died in childbirth. She had a child. So he's, like, really close with his daughter, and her daughter has his, his daughter has his dog. And like the whole time, she's like, do I have to call her mom? The dog's name is Jesse. And she's like, what if Jesse doesn't like her? And like, and then like, as they're leaving. I like your, your child Scottish accent. Thanks. I was, I realized I was doing more British than I was Scottish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then as they're like leaving, cause he's like, Hey, we got to leave because I'm an outlaw king now. Uh, his Roll daughter's, credits. yeah, <laughs> his daughter's like, Oh, but why can't we bring Jesse? That was more Irish. <laughs> You're all uh, over the place. I am. Uh, I'll go back to my voice. She was like, "Why can't we bring Jesse?" And I was like, "Wow, this dog's gonna like at the end of the movie, this dog's gotta come back, right? Like they're gonna find out that like throughout the assault, like the dog was like saved. No, the dog never comes back. They just never bring it up again." Unfortunately, this is not a movie about a dog. I think it was just the they were showing the child's con- like confusion about leave- having to hastily like leave their castle and stuff like that. Yeah, also a really great uh, example of uh, of how step parent relationships can be be good. They can mm-hmm. be wonderful, healthy relationships. 
Because Florence Pugh loves that child so much. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, I I mean I like the I like the movie. It's not. It was a, a little too, um, shall we say, historically accurate for my tastes. Which I love. There was no drama. What do you mean? The whole thing is about drama. It's a rebellion. <laughs> It's a rebellion, but it's like a war drama. I I suppose. See, but the thing is, like, I like historical. I like. I think it's pretty dramatic are... when they drag the one guy to the gates of the castle and like hang him and then cut his guts out. Okay, that was pretty like, dramatic. Okay, it's <laughs> dramatic, but it's not drama. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about like the gossip. The tea. Oh my god. It There's was something just, else. It was just it was pretty straightforward. There was no gossip. It was kind of, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Out of the movies <laughs> that you have picked, it is definitely one of the better ones. See, I I'm really a big fan of the historical accuracy of the movie. Um, what's I gonna say? One of the uh, one thing I thought you would like a lot, I think I told you this when we were watching this, watching the movie, is that a lot of the music is recorded on set so that while the actors are, you know, doing their acting, there's actual musicians on set playing that music that you hear in the movie. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I did like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really sweet when I found that out. Um, one of the things... I really like about the movie is the costuming. The costuming is on point. It's real good. Uh, and there's a couple subtle details that if you know a little bit about like medieval dress and sumptuary laws um, are kind of cool. Like the one that always stands out to me is that throughout the movie the characters obviously since you know they're knights and lords they're carrying like swords and daggers and a lot of the scottish lords who are portrayed as not being as rich as the english lords um because the english lords were stealing all the scottish lords money um they're wearing daggers that are like the common people's daggers bollocks daggers which are like really widespread throughout um like england scotland and ireland during that time period that was like the, it was like the commons man's dagger whereas the english lords and the king of england are wearing rondel daggers which are a more expensive like knightly dagger so it's kind of like in their costuming you're seeing little hints that are like explaining differences between the characters that i thought was really cool and i really enjoyed watching it yeah um i think right now is a really valuable lesson uh if you're thinking wow olivia and kurt you've been dating for six years almost that's a really long time how do you make it last um my tip is to download uh sudoku on your phone oh my god so that when kurt starts when your significant other starts talking about daggers you can still listen 
but you can also play Sudoku. Thanks. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, uh, if you're hearing this podcast, you you have heard that, and that is a very condensed version of what knowledge Kurt has about medieval weaponry. Um, I often get a much more grandiose. Yeah, I do know. I do know more than the average Joe. As at the beginning of the movie, they showed a really big uh, weapon, and I went, "Oh, is that a trebuchet?" And Kurt no, you went, said it was a ballista. It oh, was I went, a trebuchet. Oh, I yeah. went, "Is that a ballista?" And you went, "No, that is a trebuchet." I didn't say it that harshly. No, I you didn't say it harshly, but you. I actually, said it was a trebuchet. This is exactly what happened. Actually, I went, "Oh, is that a ballista?" Because I was like. <laughs> I'm going to impress him with my knowledge. And you went, no, that is a trebuchet. A ballista is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and a trebuchet, a yeah, and a trebuchet is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, great. I, great. You were in the right family of weapon. They were, that was a, a ballista is a siege weapon. Yeah, I know. It's a siege card in Gwent. <laughs> All my weaponry knowledge comes from Gwent. Everything Olivia knows <laughs> about <laughs> medieval anything comes, comes from, from The Witcher. Went. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, when I, when I said it, I was like, I hope a ballista is a real thing. It is. It absolutely is. Not something is. that they made up, because that'd be super embarrassing. They were mm-hmm. uh, commonly used in the classical period by, like, the Romans. All right, let me just open up the Sudoku app real quick. <laughs> Oh I would God. also I would like to say that we're laughing at this because Kurt knows that I I never do that. I I will always sit and stare at Kurt and I will listen <laughs> to what he's saying and I may make a joke about it afterwards. But, <laughs> right? I always listen to you when you're you go a good on these listener. Rants. I sometimes I, afterwards I'm like I don't know why you told me that, but you know, I like sh- I like to share my knowledge. Yeah. My you, weird, weird knowledge. Every now and then that hyperfixation really pops out and I just have to buckle in and prepare <laughs> for the ride. <laughs> the train is going to stop and I can either ride it or get hit by it. Those are the only options. <laughs> uh, Kurt, you want fun facts? Yeah, hit me some fun facts. This, uh, this is a good one. The first cut of the film was around four hours long. Oh, I want to see that cut so bad. Uh, no, you don't, Kurt. Yes, I do. I absolutely do. No, because if the Snyder cut taught us anything, it was no movie. Yeah, but I was bored by hours. the Justice League to begin with. I loved this movie. Big. I would absolutely watch a four-hour cut of this movie. It don't got to be that long. <laughs> no movie needs to be that long. I mean, you're right. But it you're can still be try that to find long. The cut. Yeah, I'm still gonna try to find the cut. All right, here's here's some history, nerd. Um, the Prince of Wales is in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was the first to ever hold this title. This is because Edward the First had conquered Wales, and Wales had a, a policy that no one born outside of the principality could rule. Edward therefore transported his extremely pregnant wife to his castle in Wales that he built to keep the Welsh under his control so that his son was born in wales so then the kid was born and he was like hey he's the prince of wales 
therefore stealing the crown of Wales and sealing Wales' subjugation to the English crown. And the, the heir to the UK crown still holds the title to this day. I think Wales should become independent. How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> because I don't like the British monarchy. You do have some real qualms with the British monarchy. I'm half Irish. It's in my blood. I'm Welsh, and we, you seem, should to be, all, you should we also seem to be doing just fine. <laughs> you also like hearing about the royals. I think the royals are fascinating. I want them to be abolished. Chris Pine quit the Untitled Star Trek sequel in, <laughs> to do this film. Did the Untitled Star Trek sequel even happen? Uh, it says 2023, so who knows? I hope that Chris Pine goes back. I don't like the Star Trek movies that he's in. That makes me sad. I mean, I think they're fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right, what's, what's the last fact? Oh, here's a good one for, mm-hmm. for history nerds. The film contains a common error when addressing British monarchs in movies. The term Your Majesty did not exist until Henry VIII, which if you've watched anything about the Henry VIII, makes sense. Because he was a real asshole. Doc, yeah. Yeah. What, what What would your would it be like your grace? Ooh, I have that answer. Prior to Henry VIII, monarchs were addressed as your grace or my lord or okay. my lord king. And female monarchs were addressed as my lady or my queen. I like my lord king. If I was a king, I would want people to be like my lord king. That's very lengthy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about the, the, I don't know, the fluff. Yeah, I am not surprised by that. Do, do I have a couple fun facts? You already said your fun facts, really. I said a couple. Um, I think here's, I... here's a personal fun fact. Um, while we were watching this movie, Kurt told me that he thought I looked like Florence Pugh, and I don't I think see you it at all, face but shape. I almost cried out of sheer joy. Because it was one of the best things shape. that has ever been said to me, and while I don't see it, I would die <laughs> if I got to look like her. I think you have similar face He's shapes. stunning. So are you? Boo. um oh there were there are two things Does luna want to come up on the podcast it sounds like she's got a lot to say down there (sighs) she's barking at nothing she wanna she wanna give her thoughts on outlooking (laughs) (laughs) she hasn't seen it fake fan (laughs) the two things i i kind of wanted to bring up that i forgot to earlier um, was raising the dragon banner and the feast of swans, which are two kind of confusing things in the movie. Um, Cause you have like, they, they go raise the dragon banner. Chivalry has ended. We don't know if that's actually what that means. Historically, there was a dragon banner in England. We don't know what the purpose of raising the dragon was, whether it was actually a banner or if it was just a metaphorical thing, um, or like to what extent the laws of chivalry were ended. So that's kind of a little bit of creative liberty by the movie. Same with the the part of the movie where there's the swans and the Prince of Wales like swears on the swans that he's going to kill Robert the Bruce. We know that a thing 
in history happened called the Feast of Swans. We know that a thing happened in history once. Yeah, it's we know that that at we that know point that history occurred. Oh my god. You know, I'd be done by now if you weren't interrupting me. No, you wouldn't. Shut up. Yes, I would be. We know that we know that the Feast of Swans happens. We have no idea what happened. We have no idea whether swans were actually present like they are in the movie or if it was just a metaphor. I like the idea of taking everything super literally. I think it's funny. I do. I do, too. I think it's great. Raise the People don't know what raising the dragon means. Obviously, it means they're raising a banner that has a dragon on it. Feast of swans. Obviously, there were swans at a feast. I don't know what's so confusing. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Okay, Kurt, do you like this movie? Absolutely. Wow, how did I ever guess that? <laughs> did you like the movie? I, I thought it, it was one of my, my favorites out of your things that you've made me watch. That's good. Not as good as Die Hard. Die Hard is special. But better than Snowpiercer. <laughs> I feel like that's a really low bar for you. No, I liked Snowpiercer. Oh, that's right. No, it's Alex that doesn't like Snowpiercer. I thought Snowpiercer was fine. It was just fine. I like Snowpiercer. I thought that it was a little... Well, if you want to know what I thought about it, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it for like 50 minutes. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, so what do we have uh, up and coming? Babe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we kind of switched schedules and uh, it's been weird ever since. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do a cyberpunk review at some point, but I don't think Kurt's finished with the main. I like to take my time. Okay, so I've been playing through every side quest. Yeah, so Mr. You know, a while. Big Shot Gamer Boy. If if you need me to finish it, I'll finish it. I'm just surprised that you don't want to finish it. No, I do. Then do it. Yeah, let me finish all the side quests. Babe, you can't <laughs> you can't just leave some. I'll I'll leave the boring ones, but when I when I say that I'm gonna finish a game, I mean I'm finishing it. Like, I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, but the thing was, I said, hey, uh, I want to do a, a review of Cyberpunk. And you went, oh, do you want me to finish the game? And I said, no, just the main story. And you went, cool. But doesn't the game end when you finish the main story? No, you can go back. Okay. Do you think that that's how games work? Some of them work that way. What are you talking about? What? You're talking to the gamer here. Fallout 3. What? Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Two of Kurt, my favorite story-driven games. Kurt, you know that I've only played one one game. And it's... <laughs> so, you know what? I'll be more clear. As the uh, resident CD Projekt Red expert <laughs> here, you can play majority. You just have to do all of the Johnny quests first. Okay. So I got to kill Adam Smasher before I finish the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on that quest right now. I'm waiting for uh, Rogue to call me. Oh, I hate when the forever. game does. Yeah, I hate when the game does that. It's like, wait a day for so-and-so to call you. And it's always just like, in-game, like five hours. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, no, uh... Yeah, you'll 
You just do the Johnny quest and then you'll be fine. And whatever else you want. So I don't know what we're going to do next week. Maybe we'll do a Star Wars video. We missed May the 4th. We did. We have to make up for that. Yeah, so maybe we'll watch my favorite Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi. The Phantom Menace. The fan- <laughs> now this is pod race. I've You've never, actually never seen the prequels. I've never even no, seen that's that what movie. we're doing. That's what we're doing. It's we're watching my, the prequels. It's my choice. And Come I have on. I've seen one of the prequels. Yeah, you've seen the third one. You haven't seen the first two. It movies. is the only one that Princess Leia was in. <laughs> As a baby. As a baby. No, you, do you, you do need you, to see the prequels. Do you know what my favorite? Star Wars movie is? Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Is it? Yeah, Episode it is. 6? Yeah, I, I was going to say. I can't remember the names. I, I was going to be very confused if you said no. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Thanks to think... Flowers for our intro and outro music. Our Thanks Instagram to Olivia is... for that killer segue. <laughs> our Instagram is at Baby Gotta See This. Uh, our Twitter is uh, BYGST Pod. And our TikTok is at Baby Gotta See This. Um, there's nothing being posted on them right now because the end of the school year is upon us. And I am tired. But maybe we'll post content again at some point you won't know unless you follow us <laughs> it's very the, true the fried rice coma is coming back to me now i like caught my second wind and now i'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think i'm gonna go take a nap <laughs> it is 8 23 p.m oh what's your point Th- that's bedtime <laughs> it's bedtime yeah, Kurt has to get up tomorrow because we're going to a drag brunch. This is my baby. You gotta see this. I'm Liv. And I am Kurt. And that dog barking was Luna. The cutest pupper of them all. No. She's tied with Poppy now. Yeah. Yeah, she agrees with me. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Uh...